Dash customer service. How can I be of assistance this evening? Yeah, uh, I ain't get my food. I ain't oh, get yeah, my that's food. That's not a bro. problem, sir. It actually happens more often than you think. Um, can I get your name so I can look up your account and figure this out for you? Uh, Dave, but the bitches call me Dizzle. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. This not the, like if you looking for free eats and all that. This free eats. This nigga. not it, bro. Like y'all got me hot with this, bro. What you talking your about? Your last thirty five orders. It says you didn't receive your food, bro. You got two hundred dollars worth of DoorDash credit racked up, bro. Why are you even doing this, bro? Like I don't know what you talking about, bro. I didn't bro, get none of that ridiculous. food, bro. Oh, you want them suits like Johan? Oh no, you want them to hair tenon braids like Ampan? Oh, you tryna get you a little stud like Devin had. Young nigga from the north side, I never been capping. Duval nigga, I'm never ducking that action. I pull up in that whip, niggas know what I be blasting. Random as a podcast, the fuck nigga be snapping. I don't know if it's me, but I'm the realest nigga of the week. Disagree, they gon' have to come and get their ass beat. Bare beneath, put that boy six feet deep. I had Joe zip him up when they say that nigga deceased and pay. Deacon Ample Rat to go slide to the week and preach. Thanksgiving at Devin crib, but sub is what he eat. Niggas been lame. Can I get a lean ass nigga? You ain't a fan of the pot, green Random X, a podcast, I say random X, a podcast It's the best damn podcast, nigga start sleeping If a nigga disagree, pussy boy stop breathing Random X, a podcast, I say random X, a podcast It's the best damn podcast, nigga start sleeping If a nigga disagree, pussy boy stop breathing Yeah, yeah, Alright Another episode REOP. I know what time it is. You, if you nosy as fuck, you wonder why we in this room right here. Man, somebody stole our whole set, bro. Like somebody <laughs> just like just ran in here and they just took the set and said, fuck it. So like the whole everything on the other side of this wall. They just... gone start, <laughs> niggas stole that shit, bro. I don't know. I'm just I just walked in and that bitch was just gone. Joe was outside. He was like, I don't know what happened, bro. He said, a nigga came with a U-Haul. I went home one night, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hitched a Chevy to that bitch. Pulled it. So now we just got, we just stuck in here, bro. So I tell you what, man. It is what it is. We're going to make it. We're going to make it somehow, but yeah. Hey, we about to get our construction on. Uh, I'm about to be bought the builder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What episode is this? 407? Four oh seven, <laughs> random acts of podcast. <coughs> is this the first time we ever recorded like the actual like podcast in this room? I think. I so. think so. I think this is the first time. First time for everything. Indeed. But as soon as we find out who that motherfucker was that stole our set, then we'll be back. Why I oughta <laughs> get them niggas twenty two nookies, man. <laughs> don't um, don't mind killer se- kill. Ignore the killer season in the background. I know y'all don't want. I know y'all. Looking and y'all like, damn, what is these nigga watching? Yeah, it's killer season. Ignore that shit. Ignore camera <laughs> peeing on that nigga. Or spitting on that little girl. <laughs> nigga, that's the funny ass part. No, that shit was so unnecessary. He didn't get his revenge though, because the dude killed his niece. Right, right. And the dude just, uh, I, I ain't gonna say what I'm about to say, but yeah. <laughs> Another episode of Random Max of Podcast, man. How you, besides your headache. You know, Man. nigga, you destroyed that Gatorade, nigga. Bruh, I am dying over here. Like, honestly, y'all, I'm surprised I'm I'm even sitting before you today. Mm. My head is hurting so fucking bad, bruh. 
Explain the pain. Bruh, before you came, I almost said, yo, I'm finna go to the ER, nigga. It just feel like a nigga taking you. It feel like uh, Andre the Giant taking your brain and just ringing that shit up. Bro, like a motherfucker. That nigga is jumping on a jackhammer (laughs) on top of my temple, bro. Like I'm just, I'm. (laughs) Does it feel like Bruce Lee just got your brain? You know those little wooden things that they be like. Yeah, that's what he doing inside my mind right now. Like water, (laughs) water on your brain. That's crazy, but yeah, niggas, niggas had excruciating headaches. But yeah, that shit is no fun. Bro, have like, you ever had one so bad where like you couldn't see straight? Yes, and you had to like sit in the dark. Bro, I mean I've had them so bad it looked dark. Like nigga, when I'm looking out, everything just got a casted vision. You know what I'm oh, saying? Damn. Like, bro, I get migraines probably like six months out of the year. That yeah. should be hard to manage. You know what I'm saying? Man, but, I remember one time I had one so bad I was at work one time, and like that shit just hit me out of nowhere. And like, I had I told them I like I it was busy. I was like I'm gone straight I, up. I don't give a fuck what y'all gonna say. I'm out of here straight up. I went in my car. Like the shit was so bad I couldn't even drive my car. Dog, I was a manager at uh, UPS one day, and um, <clears throat> I'm talking about one day. Uh, I had to leave one day, <laughs> and uh, like man, I thought I was gonna go home. I went and got in the car. It's like five, four o'clock in the morning or something. You know, I slept there. Till like 10, I want to say, nigga, I woke up, I was in a puddle of sweat, bro. Like, dog, but my head was hurting so bad. I just, I didn't even feel comfortable driving. You know what I mean? Like, when it gets like this, I have to like kind of close my eyes from time to time. So, man, like I say, I ain't want to drive home and get, you know, blackout or nothing. You know what I mean? And hit something. So, I slept there for like six hours, bro. Like I said, I woke up, I was sweating. I was like, man, should I chance it now? <laughs> but yeah, man, other than that, anything been good. Uh, been working like a motherfucker all these last like week and a half now. You know what I mean? Getting back in the swing of things. Um, trying to really amp things up right now, you know? Not just from the podcast and the rugs, but just, you know, the pursuit of everything. Had a lot of opportunities coming, so... Uh, trying to make sure that we're able to take advantage of everything. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Yeah, you've been working. If you're on the Patreon, we got a lot of shit coming for you, a lot. We already we had a lot of man. shit, but even more. Yeah, man. So um, I got uh, the show A Moment with Mr. You know, I talk about it from time to time, but uh, I really knocked out, uh, I want to say, maybe three or four interviews this week alone. Um, still got a bunch more scheduled throughout the week. So... I mean, yeah, consistency is about to, like, ramp up. You know, we got a lot of shows that we're excited to deliver here soon. Um, and then, you know, everything that we've been doing, I feel like we just been doing it at such a high level. We got things in the vault, and shit, we growing, man. How things been on your end, though? Uh, I've been being lazy as fuck. I ain't been working at all. <laughs> Stop, I'm man. Just <laughs> yeah, it's been all right, man. Uh, not really. Man, man, you can't really complain. You just got to go as it is, man. That's it. Go with the flow. That's it. And don't let this man fool y'all. He a hardworking brother himself, man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, shit. for sure. All man. that he juggling and then to be able to um, edit all these fucking shows and all of that, man. I be trying to tell him, like, shit, teach me, you know? <laughs> oh, everything is everything is self-taught. I tell everybody, YouTube University. Yeah, for real. And everything is self-taught. Banks hit me up the other week, I think. He was asking me to teach him how to do Premiere Pro. 
I told her, I was like, bro, to be honest, I don't think I'd be able to teach any, not just you, anybody. Because I do all my shit. I learn Photoshop, all that shit. Literally everything I know is from YouTube. Now, I can give you some tutorials. Right, right. They can teach you. Yeah. But that's exactly what I do. If you got a brain, just go on YouTube. Anything you could think of, YouTube University got that shit for you. That's definitely real. And I will say this. Uh, one thing that I appreciate about that is, um, you know, the game ain't giving. You know what I mean? You still got to put your work in, put your time in. Um so I'm learning a lot through, of course, YouTube and all of that shit. But you, the, your approach, I feel like that pushes us to, you know what I mean? Like, take it on more seriously for ourselves, you know? It's easy to hit somebody up and say, yo, whenever you got the time, can you teach me? And kind of let things passively go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be actively pursuing it and, you know, like you say, YouTube makes everything so accessible. Shit, man, it ain't no reason we can't teach ourselves everything, so... Exactly, man. Y'all yeah. niggas hop on YouTube, put straight anything up. you could think of in that bitch, it's gonna come up. You'll find that shit in no time, straight up. That's how I mean, honestly, that's how I got into the rugs. Like, uh, I, I did a lot of research through the internet, you know, just Google.com type shit. But YouTube actually had people <clears throat> at the time I was doing it, it was only a, a limited amount. One or two people were really showing the process. But today, man, you know, YouTube has. Thousands of people that are teaching you the process of making rugs and not just that. I mean, anything you want to do, like Amp was saying, YouTube has people that are walking you step by step through the process. Don't limit yourself. You know what I mean? Get out there, learn it, whatever it is you want to do. I tell Amp all the time about some of my creative, you know, ideas and shit. And because of YouTube, because of people showing the process, I feel comfortable and confident that we can knock out anything. I tell him that all the time. Like, it ain't shit we can't do. So, yeah, man, everything on YouTube. If you don't know how to eat coochie, hey, you go on YouTube to teach you. You see a woman, it's gonna be a white woman. She's gonna have that <laughs> the coochie dog. She's gonna point to you, and every tutorial gonna be the same thing. Right. Put your tongue towards the top. Yep. Yep. You seen that one video where like it was a dude walking around, or was it a chick walking around? It was a chick. She had the coochie mode, and she was asking dudes like where the clitoris was, and everybody was nobody knew where that shit was at. That's crazy. Everybody yeah, was pointing niggas, towards like the pee hole and all that shit. Learn the clit. Learn where the clitoris is. You'll be you'll you'll, you'll be amazed at what that'll do for you. But just ask some questions. Yeah, true indeed. But like literally, none of them motherfuckers knew where that shit was at. Oh, That's man. crazy. That's crazy. They teach the technique. Or you could just ask the, the the young lady that you're eating out. She'll tell you. Yeah. Or she'll kick you in the face. Whichever one, I don't know. She might kick you in the face for doing it too good. I feel like it's no... <laughs> you're right about that. I feel like it's no wrong way to eat the ass. I don't know. Yeah, nah, I don't know if you could go wrong eating ass. You just put, your face, <laughs> you put your face You up. put your whole face in it. You don't want to be the nigga that can't eat coochie, but you can eat ass. Yeah, you, you don't want to be that guy. There. You got a good point there. Yeah, you don't want definitely do not want to be that guy, man. But yeah, this is another episode of Random as a Podcast. I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all niggas. This episode is gonna be short. We usually say late as a skate. Yeah, wrong with short. I can't remember. Man, I don't know. Short as a court, but I don't know, bro. This, this episode gonna be shorter. That might be the name of the episode. Short as a court. <laughs> this shit gonna be short. 
Because after this, we're supposed to be knocking out another interview. And then we yeah. got two interviews tomorrow. Then we got two interviews on Thursday. Yep. Then we got one Friday. So this big going to be short. But if you're on the <coughs> Patreon, you won't be lacking. Right, man. You'll be over overzealous with all the shit you So get. don't hit us up in the mentions and be like, hey, man, this episode, hey, man, this shit was just an hour this week. I'm going to be like, nigga. How many bonus episodes? We had 60 bonus episodes. We literally have 60 bonus episodes. Yeah, man. Ton of ton of ton of work out there. Um, and we constantly working shit. We got the fucking OnlyFans shit. That's been going crazy. The artist series, go tap in with all the interviews. You can go after you watch the interviews, you can go and dive into their music. I mean, shit, you can get a ton just from the, the Patreon alone. You know, if you feel like you're not getting enough from these regular episodes, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, we got the artists uh performances so too we've been getting a lot of love for that yeah man for sure that interview we just did with uh nate day that's been getting a ton of love man going crazy yeah over two over 2k been getting a lot of good feedback on that that's pretty good yeah y'all, y'all go check out the artist series so hey man we need to get our numbers up on instagram and shit and we're doing a great job of it but you know y'all could really help us out uh like share comment do all of that shit man you know uh put your peoples on put us in your stories help us to grow our numbers man if we get to ten thousand, i'm gonna slap amp okay <laughs> all right if we get the ticket i'll let them slap me. hey shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's get these numbers if we up. get the ten k subscribers i'll let joe slap me on camera <laughs> man y'all help us out man we need this is one youtuber i i um i subscribe to he got to 15K. Yeah, he did 15K. He did a 72-hour live stream. Now, I don't know if we could commit to some Man, shit like good that. good Lord. 72 hours? Shit, I'd be down to lock in. I got to have my bud in advance or niggas got to be pulling up. It'll be a fucking uh, revolving door of my bud. That's how it was. <laughs> nigga, that's how it was. It was fire because he had like... He did, he wasn't on there alone by well, he did it with his girl. He wasn't on there too long by himself. Yeah. And like he did it from Friday he did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. <clears throat> Each day around like maybe like a eight or so, he had like a bunch of motherfuckers pull through. They smoked. They fought on the stream. <laughs> it's, it's a white dude. <laughs> It's a white dude. He hang out with like nothing but black dudes. Yeah. So he brought like <laughs> one of his white homies over too. And one of his white homies said, nigga. Oh, Lord. Boy, they beat that white boy ass on live stream. Nah, that's funny. That's but, funny. As hey, he shouldn't have said nigga. You ain't lying there. Hey, man. This episode is not sponsored by Powerade. But if y'all want to sponsor us Powerade, hit us up. 424-260-REOP. Let them know. That's 424 424- 260 REOP. So since I gave that number out, man, I might as well get into this voicemail, man. So let's get it. Sending voicemails, hit us up at that number I just said. 424 260 REOP. All right. So you know we got the voicemail from the man himself, DJ Larry. DJ Larry. Shout out to him. Y'all know the business is going down. Your boy, Project Pata, DJ Larry in the building. Y'all know the business. No, I think he sent that two voicemails. I'm Project not... Peta. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hold on, let's see, let's see. What my head is killing my shit over here. Boom, boom, Rain your brain out. Boom, boom, boy. All right, so let's get to the first one. Let's see, see. Maybe he fucked up. Maybe this is the first time. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, 
Man, Banks, I know you ain't dead the fuck serious with this Red Dead Redemption outfit you got on in this motherfucking movie, man. <laughs> oh, you roasting Banks. <laughs> hey, bro, I know I dress like Ned Flanders, dress like K.O., and Joe dressed like a guest pastor and shit, man. <laughs> Don't you ever in your motherfucking mind think to say anything, nigga, when you stole six Silk Sonic wardrobe and shit, bruh. Wow. Hell no, nah, man. How the fuck you like an extra in a goddamn 70s movie all this other shit with this fit, bruh? <laughs> Killing Banks. Hey, get your Otis Williams looking ass out of here with this shit, man. You high yellow niggas can't get away with this bullshit, man. <laughs> Hell no, man. Banks, you dead the fuck wrong, nigga. From now on, your new name is Ranchero Banks, nigga. You out here look like a goddamn gaucho, nigga. Anyway, man. R.A.O.P., man. Got merch on the site. Joe still got rugs for the low, man. Fuck with my boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming to Jacksonville soon. We're going to do a fundraiser. The proceeds going to go to getting B.Dot into his inpatient alcohol rehab program and shit. Y'all fuck with Marcel so he can buy some more bass. And y'all can catch this motherfucking green-ass, high yellow nigga at the beauty supply store off Lim Turner and Dunn Avenue <laughs> selling street tacos and haram, nigga. Get this green-ass nigga out of here, man. Y'all be safe, man. One. Damn. That nigga DJ Lair went crazy on Banks fit. He he was what dressed Banks? like an incel in that movie. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, 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 in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, said, that, said that nigga had on a red dead redemption I only, fit. I see the whole fit. It just like I only seen it from the the, the the waist up or whatever pose. You seen the whole fit? Nah. I ain't see the whole fit. That nigga was dressed like Neo. Right, let's, get to, up, let's get to the next uh, voicemail from DJ Larry. All right, man. Now that I'm done finding that Cuba Gooden Jr. Nikki Bowling looking ass nigga up. <laughs> I got a real question for y'all this week, man. I fuck. Hey, talking about no troll, bro. Banks look like radio in that. He looked like radio. <laughs> I put. <laughs> Banks looked like radio in that movie. He, right did, now, he actually did, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had the uh, me and me and Eric had did a live stream, and I had that shit as like my AV. And that nigga Eric says, "Is that a?" I think he said, "Is that a real person?" <laughs> that nigga like, looked like a Simpson character. Bro, in that movie, he looked bro. he looked like a fake, a fake person in that shit. Yeah, the campaign y'all did for the homie stand to solid man, you know, made in the south, all that good shit, man. Southern flair, man. Inspired the jits, y'all go cop a t-shirt. So that being sure. said, you had to pick one album, show someone else to say this is what South music is all about, or your favorite Southern album per se that you would definitely say, hey, bro, go check this out. What would it be and why? I guess for me, it's a close tie between Southern Playlistic by Outkast and Riding Dirty by UGK. But, you know, I want to see what you guys got to say. Y'all be safe. Y'all can catch me. I'll show you work on Thursday, man. DJ Larry versus Earl got sold round three. You feel me? (laughs) Y'all boys be safe, man. I'm looking forward to that, y'all, little whatever y'all shit. UNC versus Duke. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, we seen a preview of it yesterday. The Earl was going crazy. Yeah, all the motor motorcycle jokes in the world. DJ Larry cut a promo. Nigga uh, had, uh, nigga uh, had what, what he had in the background. Teddy Pendergrass playing in the background. Oh my god, cutting a promo. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'll show yeah, you. Yeah, that's work. gonna be great. Yeah, I'm that looking forward to that. To that, I'll show your work this week. Yeah, I'll tap into that. Shout out to Stan also. We did drop Man, in a campaign. Huge shouts to Stan. I think that was the other week, but shout out to Stan. Um, he's dropping something this week. It's uh made in the South, right? Mm-hmm. Made in the South, South with an F. Made in the South.com. Definitely tap in and check it out. Um as far as like most Southern album. So honestly, those two would probably be <clears throat> where I would start. Southern Playlistic is one of my favorite albums by any artist, of course, but but Outkast specific. Um, like the album to me is just incredible. It gave so many feels. Uh, when I think of like, like something I wanna play riding with the speakers loud, you know what I'm saying? Something I can smoke to, like that would fit every mood for the most part. Yeah. Southern Playlistic definitely fits that vibe. And then Riding Dirty was just, man, Riding Dirty is such a fucking classic that, and you know how 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 deeply inspired I've been by Southern music. So, I mean, uh, Texas music, rather. Um, yeah, that shit got you in a chokehold. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that old screw, bro. That shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, <clears throat> Riding Dirty just song for song. You can't miss. All right, so my album I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Big Crick Catalactica. It's been another episode of RLP. <laughs> I appreciate y'all listening. Damn. You don't fuck with Big Crick? Bro, I'm about to get Me away neither. from you, bro. Me Shut neither. the fuck up, bro. <laughs> God damn, dog. With, this nigga. I don't fuck with Big Grit either. Uh, I, oh, man. I hope this nigga come my... to Jackson slap fire I'll from beat, you, bro. I'll beat Big Grit ass. Bro, I don't know if you seen that nigga. That nigga been in the gym, bro. I don't give a fuck, nigga. That nigga gonna uh, torture wreck your ass. I'll call the cops on that nigga. <laughs> well, oh, I'm gonna damn. lose all street credibility. You can't get no more Southern than a damn Outkast album. You can't. You can't. Or AT Aliens or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, any any Outkast album, I feel like you wouldn't be missing. Um, just because, again, they fit like so many different vibes. Until you get to um, uh, um, I feel like Speaker Box and, and Love Below. Nah, I feel like that's nah. a great album, but I don't it's a feel great like album. I don't feel like that's one that would define like. I feel like they stopped that sound once they got the stink on you. True, true, true. Stank on you was definitely different, but I feel like stank on you was still like real southern. Yes, yes. But I'm thinking he meant like the epitome of the south. Yeah. So I think yeah, up to stank on you, you got any of those albums. Mm. So that's a good what three albums. Yeah. I'm gonna go with AT Aliens. You go, uh, damn, riding. He said riding dirty. Uh, you go eight ball MJG coming out hard. Coming out hard was definitely a fucking classic. I'm gonna go with um, that. I'm gonna go with coming out hard. D, uh, coming out hard is a good one just because those, like, bro, the 808s and that shit was going nuts. Going fucking crazy, bro. Um, 
And it's crazy. Look what's uh look what's playing on my uh Apple Music <laughs> as soon as I open that shit up. Diamonds and Wood, Riding Dirty is uh was the last record I was playing today. Um I'm trying to think of another one that would just be a really, really good Southern album, epitome of it. Let me ask you this. I'm listening. When it comes to a classic Southern album, like giving someone the epitome of that feel, do you feel restricted to 90s rap? That's a good question because I was just I was just thinking like that. We just pretty much was the same motherfucker from the nineties. Um, hmm. definitely nothing recent. I can't I can't I can't name anything recent that would give me the <coughs> the southern feel. And honestly, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm Big a, Crit would probably. I'm gonna say Big Crit, but it's gonna be to a fault because I feel like I'm gonna be honest, dog. <coughs> You may not feel this way, but I feel like that whole that whole sound is dated as fuck to me. Like I don't want to hear that shit no more. I can't go that far. That's one of the reasons why I stopped fucking with Big Crit because it felt like country nigga cosplay music. If, even though it's not cosplay, he's clearly a country nigga, but it just felt like it just got old towards a point. I feel like the South has evolved from that shit. I feel that. I feel like the south. I feel like southern music has evolved from the south got something to say type music. True, true indeed. True I feel indeed. like we, yeah. I feel like we don't need to do music like that anymore. I definitely feel that. Um, but I do feel like when you think of the epitome of southern music, it's like very few elements that 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 stand out. So, um. And and not, not to say very few, but few that are like key elements. Something you can ride to, something you can smoke to, maybe something dance. You know what I'm saying? Like every southern region has had a dance wave for the most part. And and it's been really strong. So um I would say something you could dance to, uh, whether it's create a dance or in Florida, like really just get jiggy. Yeah. Um but Today, like, I don't think that we have a Southern sound outside of, you know, it being like, I would say trap is a Southern sound for the most part. It is. Right. I would say that um, outside of beats and vocal tone, do you feel like we're making Southern music today? Yeah. Yeah. When you listen to Atlanta, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, it's some country Yeah, yeah, shit yeah, still. yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that, because... It ain't cornbread casserole music like back in the 90s, <laughs> but niggas ain't rap, uh, rapping about riding on Go Vogues and shit like that, but right. it's still Southern music. And then uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of uh, underground or or budding artists in Alabama that I feel like, you know... And and, and I, I, would say, I would say we're definitely still making Southern music. Let's, because, be, let's be honest... They don't rap about the shit that Atlanta niggas rap about in the nineties, but if you listen to like even like Future or Young Thug or something, like okay, you like, oh, these niggas country as fuck, even though like they're singing melodically. Right, like, right. Yeah, these right. niggas country as fuck, bro. Like there's some southern shit right there. Right. And then when you get niggas like, for example, 
some niggas that kind of like ride their wave, kind of like Roddy Rich or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's from he's from uh, L.A. And then you be like, damn, I thought he was from over here, from the south somewhere, because right. he sound just like one of these. That's the sound now. It just evolved to something else. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. But yeah, that was a good question for DJ Larry. But yeah, that's the I got um, coming out hard. Eight ball in with JG. Yeah. All right, so we got a comment from Psychosis. He said, I looked up the movie on IMDb, and Banks is credited in other stuff, too. Oh, so wow. Banks, just, Banks told us last week. Banks was being modest. So Banks just told us he did one movie. Oh, you got to pull it up. I pulled up. That's what I was doing. Uh-oh. You know I'm researching him. Yes, sir. This nigga Banks was in three movies. Oh, shit. He just told us he was in one movie. Right. Banks, you're a liar. Give us the titles, bro. All right, so he played a so in the cut is what we seen yesterday. Okay, he played a nigga named Martin. <laughs> he looked he like a nigga <laughs> named Radio. Funny, yeah. <laughs> he was in another movie. It that was nigga called, probably had on Levi jeans. <laughs> it was called Stranded in Existence. Okay, he was in there in 2013. He played a nigga named Hold On. My dog say they Kevin. did want you know they did want him to do it. Yeah, he said he ain't do no more movies because he said they were trying to take his booty. And yeah, obviously he, he was in booty took. He was always in, in other movies. Uh I'm trying to see if there's some notable actors in this movie. Not really. Yeah. Some low budget movies. Oh, Thanks. I was I thought it was he I thought he was this nigga with the black eye. Nah, that nigga too dark. <laughs> then he was in another movie called It's Just Thanksgiving Dinner. All right, we know that's low, low budget. <laughs> you ain't even got to tell us about that one. He ain't even got a name in that bitch. This is just called Additional Crew. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas on set. <laughs> nigga, nigga number 10. <laughs> that's funny, man. So yeah, Banks was in three movies, man. Hey, man, shout out to you, Banks. You modest motherfucker. You should have been on here talking your shit. Man, we, we be trying to get him to talk his shit. He don't be talking his shit, man. He, yeah. be, he be kumbaya, man. Be, uh, all right, bro. Let your nuts hang. Pause. He be kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in three movies. Y'all go check them out. I don't know where the fuck y'all gonna check them out. Yeah, y'all start with It's Just Thanksgiving, man. <laughs> no, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Show your people some love. It's an additional watch. crew, so that nigga probably like in the background mm-hmm. chucking a deuce or some shit like that. Eat you probably... some cornbread or something. They got that nigga in the corner. <laughs> nigga, I could not do one of the movies where you just eat shit in the movie, like a food theme movie. Why not? Cause they say all when you do movies like that, you got to keep eating each take. Yeah. So yeah. imagine you. For, so they said soul food. Now that's real, bro. Cause I don't like. I mean, I got a little tummy. <clears throat> I know when they was. I was watching like the behind the scenes of like uh, soul food. And Vivica A. Fox said after she got done with the movies, like she couldn't eat fried chicken no more because <laughs> she had to just eat, keep eating chicken and chicken over and over. That's funny. She ain't black enough. <laughs> Nigga called her a coon. That's why 50 Cent left for. I mean, right, shit. Ain't no way I'm going to stop eating black. I mean, uh, fried chicken. All right, bro. I almost said black chicken. Man, you seen Paula Patton fried chicken? Yeah. I think that's my they need to ask me. Bro, she deserved to be in hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's my they need to ask me. 
And Robin <laughs> Thicke is my they need their ass beat also because you made that Paula album. Nigga was begging or Cracker. Oh my god. Cracker, you were begging for that dash yeah chicken. I don't know if he was begging for the chicken, but yeah, he he might have taken that as a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> The coochie had to be fire where he was begging for that chicken. I mean, I, I got to believe it, bro. I got to believe it. <laughs> Nigga said the boss was so fire. I I forgive that chicken. Uh-uh. 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 Ain't no way to forgive that chicken. She probably started cooking that shit after he left. Nigga, I'm sorry, but I've dated women that had the fire box and they could not cook for shit. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've definitely overlooked it. I, I did most that, of cooking. I dated a chick. She could not fry it. Like, she froze fro chicken. <laughs> she fried chicken one time. That bit was so bloody, dog. Oh one blood. <laughs> oh, my God. The chicken, the chicken looked like this room. Blood, 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 blood. Blood chicken. The chicken looked like this room, my nigga, when, you, when I bit into it. I bit that bit. R.E.O.P. I would have threw up immediately. I bit the chicken. I spit that shit out. She had a nerve to make it my fault. No way. I, I bit. <laughs> no way. I bit that chicken. I'm like, what is this? No way. She was like, you, you, what's this dummy said? She was like, oh, you, you was telling me you starving, so I kind of rushed through it. I'm like, you don't rush through chicken, motherfucker. You cook this year properly. You trying to kill me. <laughs> Straight up. You definitely got to cook chicken. It look cooked on it. Look, you got to cook this shit with some love. It look cooked on the outside. Yeah, because it don't take shit to fry flour. <laughs> like, God. It look crispy on the outside. I bet that bit. That bit was your bloody. Dog. I'm like, you need to get a thermometer or something, motherfucker. Hell no. That bit was bloody, bro. Um, that was some YG chicken. Damn, bro. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, nah. So I've been with women that couldn't cook, but I did the cooking at that time, um, <coughs> or we ate out for the most part. No. Like, you know, I'm a very picky eater. So if you're not adapting to that, then this shit ain't gonna work. This shit ain't gonna work. We're losing recipes. Yeah, for real. That's crazy, man. But yeah, I guess shout out to women that can't cook. I don't know. No. We Salute to the women that at least try. Yeah. I give you that. But if you can't cook, I mean, I don't know what the fuck. Because it's just following recipes. It really is, man. Right. But Nap said it. He said most people can't cook because they just don't pay attention. Right. And that's that's inexcusable. Because mm. if you're going to take the time. I think I've said this before on the podcast. If you're going to take the time to cook for me, take the time to cook. Yeah, take all take all the time. Just make sure you got everything straight. You know what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day, shit, I want this motherfucker to taste good. Exactly. Well, let's get into these listener questions. The send and listener question hit us up at mail at reopodcast.com. That's mail at reopodcast.com. Or if you're one of our lovely, lovely Patreon subscribers, go sign up to that patreon.com slash REO podcast. Message. If you're one of our lovely uh, people. So uh, we got one from Frank. Salute to Frank. I got a round of applause. Girl, we talking. No. Oh, that yeah. actually worked. Girl, we talking five dollars. Talking five dollars. Yeah, go ahead and sign up for that uh, Patreon, man. There we go. Shout out to Frank. 
Salute to Frank, man. He always come with the good questions, man. And he come with the good shit in the in the Discord also, man. So salute to him. Uh, what is your favorite album and song of all time? Mm. Mm. Damn, these some good questions. We just did an episode of Deeper Than R.E.O.P. on the Patreon of my favorite album of all time. Yeah. Of time. That's Maxwell Urban Hang Suite. Fire album. So that's my favorite album of all time. Fire as far album. as favorite song of all time, it's kind of hard. Hmm. I know what my favorite song of all time is. It's Frankie Beverly and May's Silky Soul. Mm. It's a song dedicated to Marvin Gaye. So they basically, because you know Marvin Gaye had kind of like discovered Frankie Beverly and Maze. Yeah. And um, we actually need to do an episode one of these days on like soul, soul, like soul. What's, what's the top proper word for it? Because I didn't want to just say Motown conspiracies. Right. But let's do like an episode one day of like conspiracies of like old R&B groups and shit, singers and shit. That'll be a good episode. But the rumor is... That this Marvin, this nigga Marvin Gaye was a cuckold, and you got it's funny because you got on a Marvin Gaye hat. So I hope you're not a cuckold either. Man, fuck no, nigga. You take off that Marvin Gaye hat, man, then, nigga. The fuck up. That's a, cuck, yeah, that's yeah. a cuckold hat today. Man, shut up, nigga. <laughs> so it was a rumor that Marvin Gaye was a cuckold, <laughs> and he used to let Frankie Beverly and Maze run trains on his wife. Get the fuck out of yeah. here, nigga. That's, that's what the rumor is. There's a lot of rumors on Marvin Gaye, man. Nigga, it's a lot nigga of nigga wild. Nigga said he was a serial killer. Really. You never heard of Marvin Gaye was a serial killer? Nah, never heard that one. Never heard that one. That's a crazy one, bro. That's a crazy one. Um, That's coming soon. We're gonna do the episode on that. Bunch of it's a bunch of them on Teddy Pendergrass. I can believe that. Um, I'm crashing that car. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. It wasn't a Range Rover. Yeah, all right. Technically. All right. <laughs> it was a Range Rover metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me he was a Gillum. A Gillum guy. Well, I'm going to spit this power. <laughs> right he said Teddy Pendergrass with Gillum gang? Yeah, bro. Oh, hey. um, Them boys. <laughs> I'm gonna say favorite song might be "Change Gonna Come" by Sam Cooke. Mm. Just his vocal range and you know the way he sang that with power. Slay um, that song. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that shit is uh optimistic, nigga. But um, that or like it would be a Marvin Gaye record. Um, but I don't know, man. Honestly, it's so tough. Uh, there are a few songs that I hold in high regard. Michael got a got a few. Um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, favorite album is really tough for me. I might have to come back to that one, Frank. I might have to answer that one on next week episode. All right, I'm gonna give you a week. I'm leaving on the leaving on the notes. Gotta yeah, come yeah. back next week. Yeah, I have to come back to that. But if anybody forgot my favorite song is Silky Soul, Frankie Beverly Mays. Favorite album. Urban Hang Sweet. Yeah. Almost had a brain freeze for a second. But yeah, there we go. Yeah. And if you was on the Patreon, you probably seen me do the episode I cried during that Urban Hang Sweet episode. That's because you a hoe. 
That's why I cried. Hey, bro. Hey, man. But let's get to this <laughs> next question. Next one is from Chris J. He said in high school, what was the funniest fight slash rumor that hit the school? Hmm. I don't have a funny fight or I've I've talked about it a couple weeks ago when bro got the face slid up. Yeah. And also, by the way, I got a, I got a, a little backlash. A couple people was hitting me up and was like, "Damn, y'all let a nigga just get his, his face slashed by some Bosnians? You didn't do uh, that? Yeah. It wasn't a black dude. It yeah. was um, it was a Mexican. Yeah, so fuck him. But I was saying, if it was a black dude, we wouldn't have let that happen like that. It was too many niggas out there. But it yeah. was it was a Mexican. I'm sorry, Mexican man. People. So that's what y'all said. Basically. I'm sorry, Mexican people. But it, uh, we fuck with y'all, but you technically not none of us, bro. That ain't none of our business. He was fucking the Bosnian dude, bitch. So yeah, hey man. Hey. Shit. I don't even know what to say to that. Hey man, I'm sorry. So, but it was not a black dude that got his face slit that we was just watching. We didn't. We're not gonna let that happen. Um. So Hold I probably on. got. All right, let me do mine right. real quick though. So, as so I ain't got a rumor or a fight, but we do got a scandal that happened. This was in Wilson ninth grade year. Okay. So we had a teacher. I gotta find out. He might be dead or something. I don't know. Oh lord. His name was Mr. Woodworth. Okay. So we had this one, he's a white guy, by the way. White people, that's an L for y'all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's a white guy. So it was like a younger white teacher. Uh, I don't know her name. I don't know, whatever, whatever her name was. So one day she was, um, she was like getting dressed or whatever she was, whatever she was doing. And she looked out her, her window and she seen Mr. Woodworth beating his meat to her. He was in her backyard beating his meat. In her backyard? Wow. He was in his backyard. I'm Shocking. When I see Russell and Tremaine, I'm going to ask them, do they remember this? That's this happened a, Wolf's in ninth grade year. That's a shocker. <laughs> so he was, <laughs> he got caught beating his meat. So this, this is just, this is just some extra shit. So he she called the police. He got caught back there. They they went to his crib. They looked in his drawer and he had a bunch of like women panties and shit in his drawer. It was her panties and some other teacher panties. He was stalking some other teachers. That's crazy. So he got arrested. Nigga, this ain't a scandal. This is a crime. This Nigga, is, it's a <laughs> scandal still. <laughs> she, <laughs> of course it was a crime. So we seen this nigga on the news. Yeah. Or this crack on the news. Old crack on the news for stalking the teacher. That's His name crazy. was Mr. Woodworth. Look, look it up. Crazy. I don't know if it's like still any headlines about it. His name was uh Wood. His last name was Wood. I don't know what his first name was. I just know his name was Mr. Woodworth. It was Wilson High School, and it happened in 2004. Go look that up. I don't know if there's any articles out, but his mugshot was all over. Niggas had pictures of his mugshot walking around school with it. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas had his mugshot on T-shirts. That's crazy. Some niggas was even like, free my nigga Mr. Woodworth. Oh, my God. No, they were. No, it was some niggas like, free Mr. Woodworth. (laughs) I don't even believe Even that. some people was going to the class of the teachers and like putting his mugshot like on her door and shit. 
<laughs> they were wilding. That's that, like that's they fucked were up. Like, kids are kids are terrible people. Man, I tell you what. But yeah, that's what they was doing, man. So that's like one. I don't even. It's not a rumor or a fight, but that's a scandal like a motherfucker. All Beat right. that, Joseph. <laughs> uh, funniest fight was probably. Um, I think uh, I want to say I was with you, Russell, and Devin. We had all skipped school, and I think we went to Wendy's. When we came back, Russell's sister was fighting <laughs> in the middle of the hall. Like I, so I like, remember that shit. I so where we had to enter is double doors, and like it's a long hallway yeah. leading to another hallway, basically. So right at the intersection, we see this big ass crowd. So when we open the doors, like it's people running out the cafeteria towards there. It's people jumping around and shit. This nigga Devin, like we all take off running towards the fight to see what's going on. Um, this nigga Devin completely hurdles a trash can. Like, <laughs> after that shit, I was thinking like, damn, this nigga should be in track. Like <laughs> it's funny because that nigga Devin is like one of the most unathletic, unorthodox motherfuckers <laughs> ever. So to see him run, like he was running full <laughs> sprint, perfect form. That nigga with a book bag on, completely hurdled a <laughs> trash can, bro. Perfect form. I was like, oh shit, like you know how in movies. It was funny how when we, oh, my fault. What like, you in movies, uh, shit slow down and you look over and it's like, oh, this nigga's really yeah, doing. He jumped like Super Mario. That nigga jumped like fucking Usain Bolt through that bitch, bro. I was like, what the fuck is Devin taking? <laughs> It was funny because when we first seen the fight, we walked in the hallway and Russell was like, that was like my sister fighting. Yeah, he was so casual about it. He was like, oh shit, that is my sister. He looked at it, he like, that nigga just looked over, he like, that was like my sister fighting. He turned around. That is my <laughs> once once he saw like people was trying to jump in and shit, Russell cleared the crowd. That nigga was pulling women off of his, off his sister and shit. But yeah, nah, his sister beat up like uh two chicks at at one time. His sister was giving them them hands. Yeah, she obviously did not need help at all. At all. Like she went crazy on them too, but <laughs> that shit was funny. And then um there was this dude who was like, he was the only black dude at Wolf's and at the time that was like a skateboarder kind of. I know exactly kid. what you're talking about. He wore these tight ass jeans and shit. He was in my class and he was cool as fuck, right? He ain't bother nobody. Like, but every time you talk to him, no matter who you were, you could relate to him. Like he was just very, very cool. He just, like I say, on some skater shit. I heard he so, from, I heard he was from out east. I can believe that, bro. After <laughs> after what I'm about to tell you, I can believe that. So, um, somebody like I had just dapped him up, and I'm like, "What's good, bro? Yeah, yeah, yada yada about class and shit. You know what I mean? Take it easy, right?" So we're standing on opposite sides of the hall at this point. Somebody runs up and like punches him dead in the face and takes off running. When he got hit. He ain't even really like, you know, he just kind of like shrugged that shit off, right? Buddy is halfway down the hall and busts his ass. Damn. 
He just completely falls out of nowhere. It was like a ghost tripped him. My homeboy was walking up, slow as fuck. Like, this nigga walked up on some movie shit. Like, he was fucking Terminator. As soon as he got up, bruh, it was like his hands transformed to stone with every punch. As he went up, Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? How uh, the pieces was just flying and attaching to a fist. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. He delivered like 10 of the most powerful shots I've ever seen. He was holding that shit in. Bruh, got up and walked away just as casually as he walked up and went to class. Everybody looking at bro on the floor like it happened so fast to where like if you weren't paying attention, all you saw was like the last five shots. (laughs) Yeah. And it made you question, what the fuck did he do to deserve that? That's crazy, bro. Bruh. I was like, hey, man. Yeah, I better not fuck with him. Why are you telling that stuff, man? I can't even. It was so many rumors, like full crazy shit going on in Wilson. Yeah. I just thought about like eight things. <laughs> I can't say them because I know some people listen to the podcast and then some of them are like really crazy. Like, I can believe Like that. they're problematic as fuck. All right, I'm going to need to hear those. Like it's something like <laughs> it's one where should I tell this story? I ain't even gonna tell the whole story. Niggas gonna know who it is. This nigga about to turn into banks. All fair, all fair. This shit's so problematic. It's so fucked up. Oh so, Lord. I can't tell this one though. Right, it's, it's right. too crazy. Tell me about it involved it, it involved the chick lying about getting raped. And a dude getting beat the fuck up over it. So I can't even tell that story. Oh, I just damn. thought about it. I was like, damn. Yeah. It nah. was so it was really fucked up. Like Nigga, damn. that's crazy. Might tell that been on the Patreon or something. That's crazy. But like, yeah, I think, damn. Did she listen to the podcast? I don't know. Oh, if she do, I don't give a hey. You shouldn't <laughs> lie about yeah, that shit. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. but yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's really fucked up. But that story was like insane when yeah. I heard that shit. And when a dude came to school, he was so fucked up. I felt bad for him. I was like, damn. Yeah, All right, bro, you should go get the fire, to be honest. Oh, bro, what? What? Nigga. Anyway. Ah, oh, last question is from Jamal. He said, who is one? Who is a one-hit wonder you like to have on the podcast? Technically, Young Dro is a one-hit wonder. So no, he wasn't. I'll go with Young Dro. No, he wasn't. Yes, he is. You know what a you know what a one hit wonder is? Yes, nigga. What is a one hit wonder? You never hear from them again. No, one hit wonder is te- the technical definition of a one hit wonder is somebody that only hit the top when in the top forty hits one time. Dro Dro had, had street hits. Dro had a Dro had a nice career. Dro had to have had at least a feature. We, that put him in the top 40 more than once. Dro's not a one-hit wonder. Only Dro hit that went top 40 is Shoulder Lean. Shoulder Lean was the number one song in the country. And there's no song that features Young Dro in the top 40. We pull out Young Dro shit. All right. You know we do uh, slight research on here. Yeah, yeah. Let's shit. get this bank shit out the way. <laughs> Look at Young Dro- Young Joseph. I don't know why you vouching for Young Dro anyway. You hate that nigga. I don't nigga. hate that nigga. Shut the fuck up. And also, one hit wonder <laughs> is technically some cracker shit. Yeah. And trying to get in the top 40 hits is some cracker shit. Right. So. I mean, we trying we, to get we, into the hood hood uh, museum. But yeah, in the hood, <laughs> Young Dro got mad hits, bro. Yeah, Young Dro went. Uh, Rubber. 
He yeah. <laughs> Here it go, bro. That nigga went rubber and glue. This all, this all his singles, and that's that's crazy. We in the city didn't even do. I felt like that was a monster hit, and fuck that bitch. Yeah. All right, so look, so look. But see, those don't Showed those him. don't mention any features that he was on. Okay, let's go to features. Still, he he, he, he almost he, got he, it with Aina. And forty-seven. Uh, he was in 45, uh, 23. When, what, 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 no, what that's, song that's is that? That's rap. Oh, okay. Bring it back. All right. Keep going. He almost got it with Nasty. He was at 41. 41, he almost got it, but technically he didn't get it. That's technically what, what one hit wonder mean. But I don't, again, I don't feel like you can call Drow a one hit wonder, man. That's it's te- technically right. he's a one hit wonder though. If we going by the cracker definition, right. he's a one hit wonder. Now let's go by your definition. Let's go by the nigga definition. Uh-huh. One hit wonder. Somebody that made a hit and they gone, and we want them on the podcast. Right. Who would you say? I gotta think about that now. Yeah, that's how I'm looking <laughs> at it. Cause Somebody. shit, it's been a ton of niggas that ain't even never seen the top forty. Yeah. Fuck. What's good, Nelson? Um, damn, I'm trying to think. Nigga that just made one song and he gone now. Yeah, let's see. Um, God, boy. That you would want on the podcast. I'm wrecking my brain right now. Roy Jones. <laughs> You said that shit. Roy Jones will be a fire guest. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, that nigga's a legend. But, but he, definitely had, he definitely had a song. Oh, we coming he here. We definitely had a one one song if we're going by. If Roy Jones comes to the studio, I'm getting beat up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm that's another reason I'm going to invite that nigga. nigga I'm going to lay out a red carpet. But I'm going to hold my arms. <laughs> Hit him again. <laughs> Hit him again, Roy. I'm gonna be commentating that shit for the podcast. All right, bro. Green, <laughs> right. bro green ass shit. nigga. Hmm? Do that shit. Shut up, man. He anyway, mad. what's a nigga that had one hit? Hey, man. Roy Jones had one hit, bro. I feel like that's a great. That's a great. Yes. He ain't necessarily had like quote unquote one hit, but he had a little run. I would love to interview Rich Homie Kwong. Rich Homie Corn would be cool. Yeah. I would love to interview him. Yeah. I thought Rich Homie was going to be. Psh. And then after that first record, I was like, yo, he'll never peak again. Mm. Nelson said Ron. I mean, not Ron Browse. Actually, Ron Browse is one I was about to say. I would love to interview Ron Browse. The nigga, uh, A Rap. I mean, he ain't make A Rap money, <laughs> did it? He did. Well, he uh, made the Ether beat. Yeah, that's that's the only good contribution that nigga has. He made a round money. We getting Mm -hmm. a round money. Boo! (laughs) If I went uh, the rest of my life without hearing that record, even being referenced, I would be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. What else did he make? He made chicken noodle soup. He didn't make chicken noodle soup. Who made chicken noodle soup? Um, I'm not a New York nigga, but I'm yeah. He didn't make chicken. I know for a fact he didn't make chicken noodle soup. Uh, I thought he did chicken. He made, um, he made he jumping, made out, jumping the out the window. Yeah, that shit was terrible. He made pop I'm champagne. You want to pop champagne? Are you going to give me a good record or not? All right, Nelson said YC, who made Rex with Future. 
But if I interview that motherfucker, I would just be asking him about future. Right. I would be asking him about one song. I asked that nigga, where the fuck you been at? Would you interview a uh, bro that made the song Get Silly? Vic? B-I-C? No. no. You know who I would? Uh, Jibs. You yeah. remember Jibs? Do your chain hang low? Do yeah. it wobble to the floor? Like, uh, or Jaquan. Jaquan. Jaquan would be a good one. That would be. Jaquan would be a good one for real. Jaquan, yeah. Cause uh, niggas still, uh, niggas still get down to that. Uh, what, what, what was his song? Niggas said, "What was his song?" Um, One, here comes the two, yeah, to the three, yeah, to the get, four. Yeah, hear that, that and hood hop. Is the new and approved hood hop? Yeah, hood hop wasn't it? Oh yeah, Vic did have two hits. He had to get silly and that wobble song. Oh yeah, wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble baby. Which get still get played at black. That shit, that shit goes crazy. That would be his one hit. Psychosis <laughs> said Eddie Murphy count as a one hit wonder, which is true. It, he does, but that that that's not a good hit. Not a good hit, but it still count. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy would be a great guest too. Nigga, he'd be an amazing guest. Yeah, he would be top tier. Eric asked me a few months ago. He said, "What would be my like my if we got him on the podcast as a guest? Would would, would be like uh, one of my guests that would be like one of like a bucket list, I guess." Um, I said Martin Lawrence. Mm, that would be great. I like, bro. If I interviewed Martin Lawrence, you can't tell me nothing. Right, right. I don't care. Like, and I put Martin Lawrence over anybody. Like, nigga, anybody. Yeah. Martin Lawrence was uh, the man in his day. Yeah. He was that dude. He was relatable as hell, but just over the top funny. Um, That's a good question, man. I probably, like, just a personal favorite for me would be Chameleon. Chameleon. Yeah, I love the interview Chameleon. That nigga don't do interviews at all. At all. At all. Even if it was just some behind the scenes, chop it up type shit, I love to sit down with Chameleon and be able to talk about like his career and shit yeah. like that. Some of his decisions throughout his career, why he stepped away from music. You know what I mean? Mm. All of that. Yeah, and he out here making crazy money with tech. Oh my god! And then like that's such an inspiration in itself. You know what I mean? But. I, I definitely like to sit down and talk with him just to see like <clears throat> man, what is it like, you know what I mean, to have to have stepped away from what could have been, you know, he talked about it how fifty cent was telling him he threw him an alley oop when he dissed him. Mm. And and he didn't catch it, you know what I mean? But Chameleon mm-hmm. really had the opportunity to be like the man. Yeah. And he just let it all pass. But I respect <clears throat> him for that, you know. He got a Grammy, so. Yeah. yeah. There's that. Man, I feel like he was downplaying that Ron Browse interview. I think that shit would be really good. Yeah, this nigga hating. Hater Joe back. Man, the only thing I care to talk to that nigga about is Ether. All that other shit, I might get beat up, nigga. He might have to pull the file on me after I talk about <laughs> A-Rab m- money and all of that shit. 
Sleep, bro. Jumping out the window. Like, nigga, hey, we ain't got no window. You can jump out this garage door, nigga. Because <laughs> them shits get no spin in my All right, wheel. so Nelson said, Ron Brown produced Blow It Out for Ludacris. Hard. That was last, a hard. Last was a real hard. nigga alive for Nas, which is a hard beat. Yeah. He produced for Big L before he passed in G-Unit 2. Okay, okay, okay. Nigga, just the question alone about them G-Unit and the Nas and the Big L sessions. Yeah. That'd be fire. That'd be fire as hell. Like so look shit. at you. Look at you. If we talking about his music, you, yeah, you nah. dick eating right now. Man. You dick eating Ron Brown. No, no, I'm the, not. You ain't no, see the I'm vision. Not. No, You ain't I'm see not. the vision, my nigga. No, look at I'm you. No, I'm not. Hey, look! The dick thing, eating is crazy right shut now. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing I'm going back on is to say, yeah, he had some great production no, for right. some legendary niggas. Them niggas made his beats. Nigga, you asked about them sessions, my nigga. Yeah, them Get niggas made him his beats. All right, bro. That nigga be like, yeah, well, I was in New York, so I just sent it to Luda, and I'll be like, all right, next. But ultimately, I'm going Young Drove. We go by the. The cracker definition one hit one nigga. But my boy Dro was pretty close, bro. Yeah, Dro definitely was close. I go chameleon now. Damn, it's crazy. Shoulder lean his only top 40 song. That's not crazy, bro. Rubber band banks ain't charted at all. I feel like that was that was that was a hit for the for, for uh, the hood. For yeah, I was gonna say that's not a that's not a top 40 record, bro. Fuck that bitch. I felt like that shit was charted too, but it didn't. Bruh. Top 40, bruh. Fuck that bitch. You can't. Come on. That was man. a monster hit, bro. Come on, man. We in the city when that shit dropped? Come on, man. You must ain't look at the top 40. I don't I don't look at the top 40. That shit not that shit not for me. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I mean top 40 records, bro. Nigga, what what you looking for? I'm in the Chevy, same color as Pinocchio. <laughs> Rims look like polka dope. Seats look like polka dope. Rearview mirrors look like overdue. Top look like overlopes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck an overlope is, but. Shut up. I'm in the Chevy, same color as <laughs> Pinocchio. Rims look like polka dope. Seats look like polka dope. Rearview mirrors look like overdue. Top look like overlopes. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? Yeah, exactly. What is an overlope? I don't know, man, but I'm gonna have to get one. All right, man, let's do real niggas a week and they need their ass beats. Let's run through these motherfuckers real quick. All right. But next week episode, we're gonna have a longer episode. But of course, I sign up to the Patreon, get the bonus content. Matter of fact, me and Eric Banks and Marcel and Eddie, we just did a four hour live stream after WrestleMania on Sunday. So tap into that. Sending real niggas, we just hit us up at mail at ariopodcast.com. That's mail at raopodcast.com. This one, uh, shout out to the homie. Hold on, get the round of applause. Let's go back to that one. The homie D dot, and that's D dot, not B dot. Z dot. D is in dog dot. Salute to him, man. He won a Grammy this weekend, man. So hey, he did man. some production with Doja Cat. Got that Grammy in, man. So salute to him. He's a real stand-up guy. He helped us out on the podcast a lot. Anytime he got a play, he hit me up. So salute to that nigga, man. So it's a real stand-up guy. It's good to see good people. Uh, it's good to see good people 
Good things happen to good people. I was trying to word yeah, this shit. Yeah, nigga, you got, your CTE was Shut the fuck up. up, man. Good to see good people I got winning. Your, I got your brain for a second. Just man, shut the hell up. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to D-Dot. D-Dot, not B-Dot. That shit was refried beans for shut a minute. Shut the fuck up, man. What's your... <laughs> Oh, you got Wale. Yeah, man. Shocker. Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> I got Wale as a real nigga of the week. This is probably going to be a one and only, but he brought out Jay Cargill, and I mean, look at her. God damn. Yeah, she was looking delicious. Boy, hey, watch what you say about this lady, man. She was looking scrumptious. Hey, hey nigga. I'm the only one going to be eating that up. All right, bro. Why right, Wale beat you to the punch. No, he didn't. Watch, 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 watch what she did, bro. That nigga also deserve his ass beat for trying to put his hands on her. She stepped away so quick. That nigga took her belt and and she almost rock bottomed his ass. Actually, that would have been fire. Actually, that, oh, that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. What if you would put a wall in, in a torture rack? Oh, in the heels, bro. Oh God. I would have said it would have ended Wale career. I would have flew out. I'm about to say that would have ended Wale career, but he never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. Salute to Wale, man. Uh, they need their ass beat. So I got this one. This is I got two despicable ones back to back. So this one dude, he just tweeted like a lovely picture of him and his daughter. Looks yeah. adorable picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is young. I'm about to call her a young bitch. I don't know. She just hopped under this nigga picture and put, he looks like a child molester. Protect our girls. Wow. I don't know. I'm actually like really, really, really shocked. I'm like, I don't know why she did this, but like she did it. I am. Mm. Moving on. Another one that just got me. I don't, I'm not even going to play this video. I'm gonna say this, so we all know I fought with Gunu music heavy. Hold on, real quick. What? You watch Southside? I watched a couple episodes. See, had you been tapped in, you would have seen this coming. You talking about the Gunu shit? Mm-hmm. You seen they got an episode about this? Yeah, I actually did. I seen that episode. That episode is actually hilarious. But I don't mean to laugh in the moment of this. All right, so hey man. Rest in peace, Gunu. So uh I forward bro music heavy, especially if you on the Patreon and you see the live streams. Last couple of weeks I had tribute videos towards him. Yeah. So um I can't really say anything. So let me let me say this. So they had his body in one of the clubs. They had it. They had his funeral. He, I guess, he wanted his funeral to be in the club like mm-hmm. this. I don't know. I don't know what his wishes were, but they granted him. So they put that nigga in some skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, they had him in a whole Amiri outfit. Yeah, bro. So if this this is what his wishes, we can't really say nothing about it. So I'm not about to say his family needs their ass beat for doing this. I'm about to say the club needs their ass beat for hosting this. The club, the, not the just attendees, ho- not just hosting this for going. <laughs> this is why the club needs they ass beat for real, for real. To be honest, because they did this, but they didn't tell any of their employees or anybody that a lot of the people that went didn't know this was going on. Oh nah, or Hell, nah. and they didn't tell none of the employees Hell, nah. that this was happening on. Hell. So a lot of the employees were like traumatized. Hell no. Nah. Like if you gonna have a body 
Nigga. Most people don't like going to funerals for even family members. Straight up. If you're going to have a body propped up, I don't care who it is. If you got a body propped up, you need to tell your employees like in advance, like, hey, tonight we're going to have Gunu's body on stage and it's going to be propped up. It's going to be a dead person on stage. You need, I seen a bunch of tweets like from employees saying they were like traumatized, like they quit because mm-hmm. of the shit. So It's morbid, man. <sighs> yeah, bro. Just like you got to, if you want to do something like this, you got to shut the club down at night and just like have his friends and family member. Yeah. Or just if you're going to do a public, have people that knew, know what's going on. Some people were saying they was in the club and they didn't even notice the body on stage. They were just in their party and they, they look up and just seen a body propped up. And honestly, dog, I don't think you really listen to his music. As a person that was a fan of his music, this kind of fuck his legacy up. Yeah, I can believe that. Because I can't even listen to his shit. I've been trying to listen to his shit. Now I just think about this shit. Yeah. And when I seen this shit, I seen it right before night two of WrestleMania. And it just... I, like, I was thinking about it the whole, almost the whole time. Yeah. Let's go back to Real Nigga of the Week. Also, let me give Rock, Real Yakuba the Week to Kevin Owens for that amazing match he had with Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Yeah, I heard that shit was amazing, Yeah, man. it was really good. He lived out one of his dreams. Stone Cold is his favorite wrestler of all time, so it was dope to see him wrestle against his idol. And yeah. I'm pretty sure people was tell, told him for a long time that that shit probably would never happen. And nobody, nobody thought... Stone Cold was gonna wrestle it ever again. Like his last match was 19 years ago. So right. the fact that he got to do that is an amazing. Got to be an amazing feeling. All right, so back to they need ass beats. So these two chicken bandits. So I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> vegan people. One of the things that's weird about vegan people the most is they always try and make food to replicate chicken I, and meat shit. I never it. understood yeah. it. Yeah. So this young lady, she made a. Fake bone. Oh my god. Hey guys, let's use faux bones to make plant based oh, vegan fried it. chicken. Using bean curd sheets, not chicken bouillon cubes. We're gonna wrap the bean curd sheet around the faux bone. Wrap the rice paper for skin. Brush with just egg. Use slut dust for your seasoning. Use flour and cornstarch. Deep fry it, and there you have it. Deep fried vegan chicken using faux bones. Look at her face. She don't even like that shit at all, bro. She she's tortured. <laughs> you can see, you see it in her eyes. Look at her eyes. Right it's now. somebody behind her forcing her to eat that. She bro. dead inside. She don't like that chicken. Like seriously, she ain't make that with love, bro. That's what that is. Another chicken bandit. Yeah, Paula Patton. Really important, of course. One of the most important. Actually, I'm not gonna play this video. Hey, yeah, because the quality on it is terrible as well as the commentary. Um, <sighs> the commentary is actually more annoying than. The actual chicken. Oh, Bella. Like, oh, like, what, what? Your lady, mama did this? Yeah, like, young lady, shut the fuck up. And her head was just all in the, like, yeah. the commentary was actually pretty annoying. Yeah. The commentary was worse than the chicken, but Paula Patton, you need your ass beef. She had that grease burnt like a motherfucker. She had the Boy. Burnt, grease burnt to a crust. And she ain't even cook all the chicken. She, didn't even she clean. still had chicken to go. So she didn't even mean, clean the chicken good. Oh, no, no, no. She just no, dipped no. the chicken in the water. She's like, shh. Yeah, bro. Like, no, <sighs> that, that chicken looked disgusting. All right, bro. You got a thing need to ask me? I don't, actually. Man, Shocker. Yeah, man. Y'all good in my book this week. All right. Hater Joe, man. Still Hater Joe. Damn. Green ass nigga. Damn, I wish I would have changed that shit over, man. Yeah, nah, that was for you, man. 
Anyway, man, this has been another episode of Random Max of Podcast. Salute to everybody that's listening. Salute to all the lovely people that's in the live stream right now on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash REO Podcast. That's Patreon backslash REO Podcast. The fuck is so funny? I said karate chop you in the head, nigga. Man. Oh, you might pass out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even joke with me like that. I have to beat your ass right, head. What, uh, what, bro? Say you better calm down. I eat you some of that pop while I come over there and beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got to use that clip, boy. That shit is hilarious. That was what you called. That was Glock 9, who was currently incarcerated, and he probably not going to get out. Man, that's the, you know... The sad thing about a lot of these artists today, especially these Florida artists, man, they are um, going down, down, baby. Most of them looking like that. Sucks for them. With all that said, we out. <laughs>